right, here we are, here we go. This is Morning Journal, session number 201, and I am your host. And they call me G. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with me. It's good to have you here on this beautiful Monday morning. Or for some, it might be what feels like still Sunday night. Either way, we're getting things started here for session 201 of the Morning Journal. And, uh... Yeah, it's good to get back here with you. Uh, as we normally do, we try to start the conversation with a little bit of, um, you know, just kind of checking in to see where you are or kind of bringing our attention into the present moment. And we're going to do that with our first prompt. Special shout out to first in the room, first in the place, Mr. Ant Capone. Checking us out over on YouTube. Thank you so much for being here, fam. Let's go ahead and get our first prompt cracking. All right, here we go. So we're gonna start out just by checking in with ourselves. Right now I notice is the question. What is present in your current environment, in your current experience? What do you notice about what you are feeling or experiencing or seeing right here at this moment? Where it says, I am very comfortable right now. That's a great... uh, That's a great way to be at this time of day. This comfort is draining. So if you're feeling very comfortable right now, that's that's really great. I'm glad to see it. Catsup is in the building. Good morning. Let us know, what do you notice right now? What's something that you notice? Anchor Capone says, I am up and alert on this Monday. up and alert, up and at them. Sometimes um, Mondays can be a mixed bag, especially if you are not operating on a, uh, if you're operating on a traditional Monday through Friday type schedule and you have your weekends to relax and your morning, you, you know, your work day. Sometimes Monday mornings are uh, a little bit of a struggle. So I'm glad to see that Anchor Pone is up and Adam early this morning. Shout out to my friend backstage. It's good to have you here. I hope you can see and hear everything, okay? All right. We have... uh, more friends on YouTube watching in, watching the experience go down. Thank you so much for being here. So Noble Ancient notices, right now I notice I am home in time for G's awesome stream. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad that you made it back and I hope you had a good weekend at work. I know you, um, uh, last week when you 
when you made it back in, it was a little bit of an adjustment of about a day or two, but then you were right back in the groove. And I'm glad that you were able to make it home in time to be with your family and to be here with us. Alexa says, my muscles are sore and tired. I feel emotionally drained, yet curious and hopeful. Emotionally drained, yet curious, hopeful. It's always a mix, right? Welcome in, Tallest Gnome. It's good to see you again. Glad that you could make it in. Cats up, thank you so much for the like. We're just checking in as we getting started, easing into our experience. What do you notice right now? I notice my backstage guest. It's nice to see you here. All right. Thank you so much for the like, Gibby. I appreciate you. So right now, at this very moment, I notice that the song that I'm listening to, the song that you're hearing right now in the background is one that I use in a video um, featuring someone I lost recently. It was a folk artist who I had the privilege of collaborating with over the course of several years. She recently passed away. And in one of the videos where I featured her, this, was, this song was used in the score of that video. So I'm right now noticing a, a sense of like gratitude, a little bit of melancholy, a little bit of um, a little sadness. You know, it's, a, it's always a mix, right? I think that if we are really being perceptive, there are a number of things that are present in our experience. And we can judge them in a variety of different ways. How we judge that experience kind of is a gauge of our level of okayness. Um, it's all just part of being alive. Gibby says, Uncle G, you are a part of the peace that I need this morning. Well, thank you, Gibby. I'm glad that this is a peaceful space for you. Tallest Gnome says, you're noticing not sleeping. You were sick over the weekend, but you're hanging in there. Shout out to Harley. Harley Quinn is listening in. Thank you so much for being here. So Tallest Gnome was sick over the weekend, and I, I guess that's, we've had a lot of that going around. Um, sometimes when your physical health is kind of not great, it takes up your entire life. You know, it's like, you know, you can't think about anything else but wanting to be well. But thinking about the experience of the weekend is a great transition, I believe. It's a great way to, um, it's a great way to, um, how can I say? 
yeah, we're going to get into talking about the weekend in our next prompt. If we're ready to do that, go ahead and drop a little, um, let me say, drop a heart. That's what we usually do, right? So Tim is here. Kwasha is here. Welcome and thank you so much for joining us this morning. If you want to keep sharing what you noticed, that's perfectly fine. But we can also, uh, we're also going to get ready to move into the next prompt to do a little bit of reflection on the course of events over the weekend. So, the weekend. What was the most memorable moment of your weekend? And I mean, fully acknowledging that for some of us, the weekend is the work week, you know? We don't all live in the same rhythms, but if the last couple days constituted a, sh a shift in your routine, you know, where you have some downtime or where you can do some different things, what would you say is the most memorable moment since the last time we got together? You know, it's been a couple days. Let's catch up. What's been good? Jehovah Thickness says the most memorable moment of the weekend was getting an email for that modeling gig for where you shop all the time. How about that? Hey now. We're gonna see you on um we're gonna see you on IG uh rocking. I don't know what what do you <laughs> what do you get from there? Um I you know what do you get from there? Well, whatever it is you get, we're gonna be you're gonna have it in one of those little um, um, photo photo collages that you put up there with you. You know, you have you'll slip a thirst trap in in the middle of a few innocent photos to catch us slipping out there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure um, they would wouldn't mind you throwing um, throwing a, a couple traps out there forum you know with a little at them on a few traps get a little traffic popping over there noble ancient says uh, my most memorable moment of this uh, last weekend was finding out that work passed their inspection that's what's up y'all get to stay open <laughs> bj's ain't got the rat from ratatouille back there making the dishes they good to go past inspection and I know, you know, you had a big part in helping that happen. So that's good news. Alexis Automel says, going to a church to hear a TED talk about what sounded like a G morning journal. <laughs> that's a lot. Wait a minute, let me, let's unpack that a little bit. You went to a church and there was a TED talk and it felt like you were in Morning Journal. I guess that's the blend, right? Um, I know on um, <laughs> a Wednesday night, we had um, Alberto was in Wednesday night and someone hit him with that he sounded like a pastor. Um, <laughs> I mean, that wasn't me talking, that was him talking. 
because you know he got he has a really um, raspy voice or gravelly voice. And I've had people come in here and say that the vibe was felt sort of like Ted Talkish at moments. I don't know. However, however it comes across for you, if it works, you know I'm glad to have you. If the experience is good. So for Tim, it was spending time with a new friend and learning them in a non-traditional way. Yeah, I think it's amazing how um, we have sort of patterns of the way that we communicate. And a lot of times when we have new people that come into our life and our experience, um, we have our standard getting to know you conversation right you know there's the like getting all like the logistical things to kind of get a feel for what a person is like and where they're coming from uh, and I think a lot of times we resort to that way of um, connecting with people just because um, you know it's out of habit you don't, you don't want to you know you don't want to like go too far you know be out out the blue you, you, you never know how it's going to go but it's, it's much more interesting to kind of let things unfold in a non-linear non-chronological way to get to know someone through sort of just experiencing slices of their life can be really um, a fascinating way to build a connection so I love that. Really love that. All right. Anyone else want to share a memorable moment of the weekend? I guess sometimes, um, you know, sometimes you can have experiences when you, you notice how time is so much different when you're older than when you are a child some days when you were young were felt eternal and then when you get older time seems to like vanish for some you know somehow but sometimes you have these experiences that feel like an extended moment that feel like an eternity in the best way it's still possible time is fake Thomas Nome says, this weekend I was recognized by a gaming community. I put together a great Minecraft build and everyone loves it. Hey, there you go. Congratulations on that. It's really good when you, you know, put some time and effort and attention into a creative project and other people appreciate it, find value in it. And you know that's one of the that's one of the valuable things about um, the valuable things about community is they provide a venue for you to share your gifts. And you know it's good to have validation for the things that you value. You know, I mean sometimes we are validated and complimented about things that we don't have any control over, you know? And it's nice to have a compliment, you know, about your appearance or your eyes or your 
you know, something physical about you. And to some degree, you might have had some sort of, you know, you, you might have worked on that. You might have put yourself together in a certain way, and that's cool. But a lot of times, you know, compliments are pretty shallow. People don't understand what's important to us. So the compliments that they share with us are, are nice, but not really connecting with, our, with us in the same way as when you are compliment about a labor, when you're complimented about a labor of love of some sort, you know? That is different. When, when someone notices something in you that others don't, but you wish they did, people discover something in you that's a that's a different a different level right so I'm glad that you had that experience for Aunt Capone over on YouTube says a memorable moment for me my power was out man I know with the weather different parts of the country you know ice storms snow storms you have power outages and all kinds of stuff like that so Kind of navigating that situation it really makes you grateful for what you have so alex and miss have joined us thank you so much for being here good morning let us know right now we're just kind of checking in on the weekend looking over the last couple days what really stands out for you what's a memorable moment says that memorable moment was a new crush and realizing that a failed relationship doesn't make me undesirable and broken that's awesome I love that I think um, yeah, love has a redemptive quality doesn't it I'm not, I'm not crazy. I'm not broken. Just because, just because that's, that relationship was broken, it doesn't mean that I'm broken. So much rides on picking the right one, you know? So I'm glad that, I'm, I'm happy for you, miss. And thank you so much. <laughs> When when jazz is playing, my voice sounds like jazz. If I got, you know, um, I think this playlist is pretty jazzy, so that's going to be what it is today. But I'm glad that you are enjoying it. All right, folks. If we're ready, we can drop a heart in the chat to go to our next prompt. Miss says, you see my video com content, I am jazz. Okay. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, let's go. 
this this prompt kind of leads into what will be, I guess, what the meat of the conversation, at least in the beginning. And the question that I want to kind of put forward, and we talked since since Miss is talking about jazz, it's a great opportunity to go into the metaphor that kind of came to mind as I was thinking about our conversation today. Um, and the question is about amplification. What would you like to amplify in your life? And I think for me, uh, I think about mixing music, um, not like in a DJ sense, but like when it's being created, taking all the different elements, the different sounds, the different instruments and voices and bringing them together. There's certain parts that you want to, to stand out at certain moments. And there's certain things that are kind of designed to be in the background. There are some things that we want to put forward. <laughs> uh, and there's some things that we want to kind of sit in the back. And um, it's not about trying to find something or add something that's missing. It's about levels, you dig? Tim says, the problem with listening to your stream while I work out is that I'd rather work out these eyelids to sleep. Yeah, today especially, I guess, um, this is not necessarily a, a, the energy is not for working out. <laughs> at least not today, at least not yet. There might be a few moments later on. Someone says, gratitude and focus is something that you would like to amplify. Jofa Thickness says, I just want to say I wanted to amplify more of my music everywhere. Build your platform. Be heard by more, by the right people who can connect with and appreciate the art that you share. I know I, I enjoy it. I had an opportunity to go through your catalog a little bit. So, I appreciate the work that you're putting in over there. Noble Ancient says, I want to amplify perspective. Ice Bear is here. Thank you for joining us. Let us know, what would you like to amplify in your life? What do you want to bring forward in the mix to be the, you know, the leading voice in the collection of sounds and experiences that represents who you are? classic sketch from Saturday Night Live about um, needing more cowbell. Cowbell is awesome. But, you know, there's levels, right? <laughs> and I guess the follow-up question is, like, how can you do that? And um, how might you amplify the things that you would like to amplify in your life, in your experience? And Jehovah Thickness says, hey, I found a way I can get my music on Spotify. And 
in people's playlists. So that's definitely a first step. Sometimes it's a it's a tactical thing that you need to figure out. Like, how do I do this? What, what steps can I take to bring this forward? A lot of times the things that we want to amplify are really a, internal. So Ice Bay is talking about a lack of motivation. So you want maybe turn up your levels of motivation so you can get out there and do the things that matter to you. Alexis is amplifying positive opportunities for growth. Amplifying positive opportunities for growth. I think that's when you have to be kind of careful with in terms of, it's like one of those things where, you know, you want more patience and the way that you have to obtain more patience is through enduring things that you would rather not endure. Uh, and you know, growth is similar in that the way that we grow often is through a path of resistance. We can't, um, that's what makes us grow. The hardships that we endure, the challenges that we overcome, um, the pain that we are able to work through, those are the things that are, you know, a part of growth. There's a discomfort that comes with growth. So sometimes a positive opportunity for growth will come disguised as a challenge that you have to overcome. Something that maybe you have avoided before that now you have to face and lean into. So I hope you're ready for that. Noble Ancient says, I wanna learn how perspective can be amplified and how it can be expanded. Research. Yeah. Perspective. Amplifying your perspective. Jovi is here. Berlin is here. Welcome in. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're talking about amplifying things in our life. Uh, starting with that, it's like first noticing that some of the things that we think we are missing is, you know, some of those things are already present. It's just that they are not turned up in the mix. We haven't given them the attention that they require to make them more prominent in our experience. So it's not necessarily about going after something that's just completely missing. It's about rebalancing, reshuffling. Thank you so much for the like. I appreciate it, Berlin. Appreciate you for, for being here today. So, if we are still, we can still con continue to think about this question um, for a bit longer. Tim says, remember the things that matter. I will start writing those things down and place them somewhere I'll remember. That's a great strategy. I think that's a great strategy for, for anyone who is trying to amplify because I think writing things down is magical and keeping them in front of you, reminders in your environment work extremely well in helping you amplify. It's like creating a filter. 
and you start to notice the things that you are attuned to in that way. You kind of get more of what you focus on. It's crazy. <laughs> you get more of what you focus on. And, you know, I think the magic behind that idea is just the fact that there is so much abundance everywhere that when you focus, you just start noticing more of that abundance. All right, are we ready to go to the next one? Let me know, drop a heart in the chat if we're ready to go to the next one. I gotta take a couple deep breaths here. We got Richard, cousin Richard is in the house. Good to see you this morning. Richard comes in with like a million fists, so. There's no doubt that you're in the place. And also, for folks who might be listening over on YouTube and Facebook and Twitch or wherever you might be tuning in, let me know. Do you hear the music? Because I messed around last time and I did not send the music over and I was talking into the wrong mic. It was just a mess. So let me know if I sound okay. You can hear the music and we back the way that we supposed to be. I know I still look like Alderman Davis from Good Times because the lighting and everything is not right. My camera is what it is, but hopefully it sounds okay. All right, I see a couple of hearts. So we're gonna get ready to go into, um, <laughs> we're gonna go into the next prompt. Mama J is here. Hi, Mama J, thank you for joining us. Demon Hell of King. Thanks for the like. I appreciate you. All right. Here we go. As we always do, or as we often do, we, we take the flip side of the question. So if the last question was about what you want to amplify, the next one is like, what do you want to reduce? Um, because when you're trying to create, you know, kind of extending the the metaphor about, um, you know, sound, which is kind of what we are building this conversation around. There are some things that maybe you want a little less of, and it's not necessarily about judging the thing, um, because we have to be careful about how we judge things as good or bad. Um, sometimes, you know, when you when you judge something and you want to cut it. Um, we have, some of us don't have a good relationship with power and the judge summons the rebel. So, um, when we, when we react that way, you know, we'll, we'll rebel against a thing out of spite. Even if we're the ones who are saying that we want to do it because we petty. <laughs> so when you say, when you decide that you want, so I'm not going to do that anymore. There's like a part of you that like, you can't tell me what to do. Um, let me just catch up with the chat real quick. Mama J says I'm recovering my last day from COVID. Um, take your hospital meds, allergy meds to help, help your breathing. Well, I'm glad that you are on the mend and uh, hopefully you'll be back 100%. You got drinking that Gatorade to stay hydrated. Spilling it all over the floor. Get it together now. <laughs> 
So talking about reducing things, um, Joe Thickness says, I want to reduce my levels of procrastination, reduce levels of indecisiveness. Yeah. Kind of going back and forth, not trusting the process. I think a lot of times procrastination and indecision are indecision is a form of procrastination because I think that sometimes we think that there is a perfect decision that won't, that will make things go without a hitch and we won't get started until we find that perfect path. In the meantime, in so many cases, it's about trying something and then kind of making adjustments as you go. That's, that's the way to do most things. Miss is trying to reduce resistance to growth. It's time to get uncomfortable with being, being stagnant. It's like you just wanna, you feel like you just coasting a bit and you wanna maybe incorporate some discomfort in your experience so that you can grow. I love that. Tallest Gnome has been wondering how to reduce burnout. I'm not sure what to change yet. <sighs> yeah, I think um, burning out, what is it that leads to burnout? I think there's a lot of conversations about that now, uh, especially over the last couple years where the lines have been blurred between our work life and our home life. Um, we've been faced with the reality of our mortality because of all of the you know, the, the sickness and the death and all the things that have been so prominent over the last couple years. So it's like we have an urgency that adds to, um, you, you know, it makes it difficult to operate from a place of peace. There's like a battery being slapped in your back, but at the same time, you're under constant stress. So it's definitely a difficult thing. I guess really the only antidote to burnout is, well, one is to have a healthier relationship with time and slowing down and being and not being afraid to slow down. Slowing down can be terrifying because we have been sort of um, infected with, you know, this constant fear of missing something. Alexa says, I want to reduce my natural resistance to change. Not all about that change. You want to get better about being open to these new possibilities in front of you. I guess one thing about, you know, resistance, again, I guess the way that we label it is significant. getting into the habit of leaning into the resistance is one way to address that, I guess. Mo is here, welcome in. Thank you for being here, thank you for joining us. 
I'm a few seconds behind in the chat, kind of making sure I get all the prompts, but I really, uh, really appreciate everyone's engagement with these ideas. So Tim says, I want to reduce unnecessary events. I want to feel like my day was meaningful, whether it's just enjoying myself or educational. Finding meaning every day. Reduce the unnecessary. Mama J is getting back to your fitness trainer, working out getting back to work and applying for new jobs to help my girlfriend grow better. Girlfriend and grow better with your lady. It seems like you are, um, I know that you, when you, when you are recovering from an illness, sometimes you want to just get back out there and catch up on things. So I encourage you to ease into that recovery. Ease into, um, resuming your routine because I think in the long run that might be more healthy for you Mama J because I think we underestimate the way that illness breaks us down so Noble Ancient wants I want to reduce negative thinking I want to reduce negative thinking in the day's adventure There's a time and place to examine the ways that things might fall apart, but maybe you're doing a little bit too much of it. Emma wants to reduce the amount of time sitting. There you go. I'm with you on that one. Um, there are some things that I just uh, need to be, you know, I need a standing desk, I guess. That might be a, um, <laughs> that might be something that would enhance my experience, so I might look into that a treadmill desk or something because sitting down is a killer <laughs> reduction of burnout is an increase in self-care that's a great insight miss thank you so much for sharing that I know that that was a concern of the tallest gnome Tim is willing I don't know Tim if you want to switch um I don't know if you want to switch with uh, MO or not, you know. <laughs> Curry China, it's good to see you this morning. Thank you for being here. Thank you for dropping a like. Coming out of a meditation and then join, joining us here. That's a, that's a great way to reduce your stress levels. Reduce your level of stress. Increase your health. Yeah, that immune, that immune system. So I, you know, one thing I really appreciate is the level of awareness that you all have. DJ Prodigy's in the building. How we doing? Thank you so much for the like. Let us know, what are you trying to reduce? Seems like uh, Mama J has a pretty full plate 
and also a lot of different strategies that you're doing, uh, employing to make your life better for you and your loved one or loved ones. So I appreciate you sharing those. It's great to be, you know, to be kind of um, oriented towards and valuing growth in all the different ways that is possible for us. I think growth in, in the concept, reduction, reducing is also an aspect of growth. You can think about it like pruning. If you've ever like dealt with a plant or, you know, kind of in a, I don't know, you got plants, you're trying to grow fruit. Sometimes you need to prune some things in order for the things that are important to, to have space to flourish. So reduction is a part of growth. Taking time for less stress, less social media. I think that might be a healthy choice for a lot of folks. Maybe social media is taking up too much of your time and attention. All right. Here we are. I hope everyone is feeling good this morning. I I'm, I'm feel like I'm in my groove now. We're back. It's Monday. We're rolling again. I, I have uh, a few more prompts to get through. If we're ready, drop me a heart in the chat and we can get into that. Paymon, thank you for joining us. And Mama J, thank you for the light. <laughs> All right, let me see what we got here. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to try to read your name. Um, Gohan. I'm just going to say Gohan. Welcome. So here we go, let's take a look here. We've been talking about growth and a lot of times growth comes through engagement with a challenge. So if you look around at your life right now, the, the activities that you engaged in on a regular basis, the goals that you are pursuing, consider this question, in what areas of your life are you operating near the edge of your current ability. If you really, where are you really kind of pushing yourself? Because, you know, the conversation has been about growth, rightfully so. And most of the time, growth comes from kind of pushing those edges, giving a little, uh, exerting some emotional labor. being willing to put yourself out there. So Jehovah Thickness says, doing stuff out of my comfort zone, <laughs> doing it out of spite. <laughs> doing it in spite, out of spite towards who? And what are some of the things that you can do um, that are maybe outside of your comfort zone, but you feel like are important in relationship or in relation to the goals that you're pursuing, the person that you're becoming? What are some of those out of your comfort zone things? So, <laughs> Britt's family calls you a hermit crab. So, 
I'll show you. I'll show you. Watch me get out here and do my thing. Mama J says, I work out to help severe depression and anxiety to help me get out in general more. So maybe you are pushing yourself in terms of your physical fitness and that's giving you um, some mental health benefits as well. So that's that's a great strategy. Corey China says, I'm working at the edge of my ability with in terms of my family and relationships, work and school. I'm kind of pushing it everywhere. Well, that's not everywhere, but that's a lot of different places. I think sometimes um, we have a capacity that that we work with and, you know, we have an amount of energy that we have available on a daily basis and we have to decide, okay, this is a thing that matters and this is something that I'm going to really lean into. So operating at the edge of your current ability. If you're thinking about it now, I think a lot of times um, there, there are phases in life where you think the goal is to get to the point where things are easy. Um, and getting to the point where things is easy is sort of a trap, right? Maybe you don't, maybe you never get there. Alexa says, I'm operating near the edge of your current ability with regards to work, including finding a supplemental job. This homeless gnome is battling physical, battling mental and physical health problems. Making myself a meal is a victory most days. I guess the, the great thing is any victory that you can count on a given day is worth noting because I don't think we necessarily are aware of the way things are getting better for us if we don't take time to take note of it. So the best you can do at this moment is the best that you can do and oddly, miraculously, it usually is the case that if you keep doing your best, your best gets better. And then you create a little more margin and you can have more, um, have even more victories. It's like a virtuous cycle in that way. Noble Ancient says, between dishwashing and game designing, I have parameters of the edge of my abilities. Thomas Nome points out how hard it is to recognize victories and not get extremely frustrating. Maybe not having those victories feel like enough for you to get you where you need to go. Yeah, sometimes we are hard on ourselves. We set unhelpful expectations for ourselves, for what's possible for us in this given moment. And we 
feel kind of down about the fact that we can't do more now and we give up hope that it's possible that we could we can do more later if we just keep doing but over the course of time that's usually true you thought I said gang designing nah nah we're not nah we're not gang designing <laughs> at least I don't think so I don't think Noble Ancient is um, flagged up like that but who knows Shark Days are upon us <laughs> thank you for joining us Shark Days we're thinking a moment about the areas in our life where we're um, operating near the edge of our current ability. And uh, I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to naturally, as you might expect, I'm gonna also look at the opposite side of this question here shortly. Sweet has joined us, welcome in. Thank you for joining us today. Hope that you had a great weekend. Sweet's like, I'm late, I'm late. Now you're good. I just checked out the PFP like you're drinking a cup of coffee or, or something. It's good to have you here this morning. So here we go. Let's go to the next one. I'm at the edge of, I don't know what's at the edge of my ability. I think I can always improve a bit everywhere. Yeah, we don't find, um, sometimes it's difficult to find the absolute edge, but I, I think that you can tell when you are exerting. You can tell when you're straining a little bit. Um, when, you know, it, you, you're forced to slow down. I think I think it's a false edge. In, in any case, I think it's a false edge. There's usually much more that we are capable of that, you know, then we actually give ourselves credit for. But nevertheless, you know, you can feel that strain at times. So thinking about that, and then also, I guess, thinking about the opposite of that, which is sort of the next place that we're going. In what areas of your life are you running on easy mode? In what areas of your life are you running on easy mode? That's the question. And if you have places where it's kind of going easy, how is that for you? How is that for you? Because I think that is the dream that we are often sold. Ease is the dream we're sold. So is there a place or are there areas in your life where that dream has come true for you? And how is that? Are you running on easy mode? So Britt right now says, I, I guess the easy mode is being able to be inspired by anything. 
and creating art. And it's cool. It's really great when we're in that zone where inspiration can come from anywhere and we, you know, we are constantly kind of aware of the creative energy that kind of permeates permeates the universe really we're kind of plugged in and being able to be free and easy in our creativity is a beautiful place to be I've been there at moments I'm not there all the time Shark Day says I guess in emotional improvement I've have all my tools with learning now I just need to act you just need to put it put it into action put it in play Dahlia is here. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Right now we're talking about easy mode. Is there a place in your life where you are operating, where you're running on easy mode? And what's your experience with that? I think there is sort of a in some cases, when things get easy, we get to um, our our tendency to self sabotage starts kicking in because we feel like we need some need some drama somehow. <laughs> but there, but but there is definitely uh, there needs to be some things that are not a struggle for you. There's a pla- places where you can find some regenerative rest or recreation. So Mama J says, I guess painting and playing guitar can be easy to relax your mind and reduce stress, maybe some kickboxing. So Dahlia is asking about, let me, before I even... reaching we're reaching the top of the hour so let me just take a second and say thank you all for being here and joining in the conversation adding your voice and your perspective this is morning journal session number 201 and i am your host my name is g we do this every monday through friday at 6 a.m eastern time so if this is a conversation that you would like to be a part of we are here as well as on youtube and facebook and twitch and other places uh if you would like to catch the replay of course they're available here you can also find them on youtube make sure that you hit the notice there's a link in the notice that will kind of show you all the different places that you can connect with us um i would love it i would love to have you there So, back to the question, playing games with others is something where you're running on easy mode. I wanna, I wanna, let me add a little bit of, um, I feel like I wanna say a little more to add a little context to this question. Um, Mez is here, welcome in. And I guess I wanna say something 
about sort of our inherent need for challenge. So challenge and growth, I think, are things that, you know, as much as we think we want to have it easy, in reality, I think we crave a challenge. So thinking about if there's a place where you're running on easy mode, that might translate into a place of stagnation or um, where you're feeling a little bored, where you know that you are not, um, that you're not really reaching your potential. It might show up as something like that. So think about it. Let's think about that. Do we want, do we want it to be easy? Is there a way in which easy mode can be a bad thing? So, let me see. So, Alexa says, easy mode in terms of self-care? What's easy mode in terms of self-care mean? Do you feel like you're doing not quite enough? You're not putting quite as much effort into it as you need to for you to be able to fully um, get the benefit Now there is a there are um, there are ways that we unnecessarily complicate things. You know that's a that's a, a conversation for another day. But Britt says without the challenge and then beating the challenge, you'll never know what you can actually overcome. We should always get moments of rest, but life isn't worth living if everything is easy. Those are great insights. I think that's true. Alexis says, in terms of self-care, I do it sort of mindlessly. You don't put the level of intention into it that you could. So that makes for a less good experience for you. I feel that. So I think that there's a mix. I think that there is, um, you know, there are things where we really need to engage and put a lot of attention into. Um, hey, Spoon Team's in the house, folks. Welcome in. Thank you for listening in with us. We're talking about easy mode versus hard mode. I think if you think about when you play games, it's not that fun if everything is easy. We need some challenges. So, <laughs> everybody be cool. Spoon Team is cool. Everybody's getting nervous. So Shark Day says, I've been feeling stagnant and too at peace, but I don't know what I need to change to feel better. Now, I don't know if there's such thing as feeling too at peace. Peace is good. There's no need to make the challenges be a big old problem for us. But there is a way that we can strive and still maintain our peace. So yes, Spoon Team stopped by. I really appreciate you stopping through. We had a little bit of a mix, mix up, but I'm pretty sure we'll get it figured out. So thank you for popping in and saying hi to us this morning. 
So Jovi says, um, easy mode can sometimes lead to idle mode, too comfortable. Yeah, ease can, we can be sleep, mess around and be sleep at the wheel. Shark Dates is clarifying the last statement. It says unemotional, I guess is what you mean, but not depressed. There are challenges I'm facing, but they don't cause stress. <laughs> Jehovah Thickness says, usually when I see Spoon Team, that means I'm in trouble. I don't think that's the case this time. I think you're good. <laughs> Sweet says, I could put more effort into myself as opposed to work. So working on yourself just as hard as or maybe even harder than you work at your job could be a way, uh, a path towards growth. Because in the end, that's really what we're talking about, ways that we can grow. Matt says, more effort into my friendships. I don't always feel worthy of relationships. I don't always feel worthy of relationships. Sometimes when we experience isolation, we take that as a signal that that's what we deserve. If you feel isolated, you feel like, okay, well, I'm supposed to be that way, even though it doesn't feel good. And I think it, it kind of creates a cycle where um, we continue to um, normalize that feeling disconnected even when we some something inside us know something inside of us knows that something is missing and we you know just have to have the courage to reach out for it shark day says i guess i could grow academically I should be putting more effort into my work there. Well, a lot of times, um, you know, it's, it's good to recognize that, but I, I would be careful about that should. Because a lot of times, like I was mentioning before, that kind of sparks the rebel in you. As soon as you say you should do something, then, you know, that little self-saboteur perks up and says, you can't tell me what to do. Now, you know how we can be petty, right? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever like been petty where it was something that you were going to do already but now since someone told you to do it now you don't want to do it that that trick also works internally with the things that we say we want to do you know it's like now I was going to do it anyway but now that you said it now I'm not going to do it <laughs> So everybody, uh, Mez, Mez has a, a big surgery coming up, um, huge major health event that's gonna require a significant amount of recovery and we're certainly wishing you the best in all of that. Real quick. Cybershots is in the house. What's up, Cybershots? Good to see you this morning. And once again, shout out to um, my backstage guests. <laughs> Listening and dancing. I love that. 
right. So easy mode, we've been talking about that and it can be a trap. We do need some things that don't require, we do need to have some things that don't force us to be operating at 100% capacity all the time. But, you know, ev you know, everything is not gonna be easy. And I think that setting up that expectation can be uh, unhealthy. As soon as you expect ease and it come and it doesn't show up that way, it triggers procrastination. It it triggers a hopelessness or a resignation. So procrastination is weird and sometimes uh, we we feel like we operate best under that pressure, but the grand effort that it takes to cram everything in leads to burnout and then we're right back at the same <laughs> right back in the same place where we started. Sometimes, you know, we build those challenges for ourselves because we need the energy. Maybe that's a cycle we can break. Okay. Everybody, let's take a deep breath for a second. Thank you all for your engagement with these ideas for sure. We're going to go to the next couple prompts. I do want to have some VIP time with you this morning. So if we're ready, we can jump to the next one. Just drop a heart in the chat. so much all right let's see where are we Thomas Gnome thank you so much for the like I appreciate it so this next question where are you out of practice where are you out of practice I think um, most of us have things that maybe we used to do that we were good at or that we were on the path towards getting good at, but we're a little bit out of practice. What are some things? So Shark Days, piano, photography, writing and performing poetry. I, I think there's sometimes some fear or apprehension about resuming things that we have kind of let slide because this might you know you might beat yourself up like man if I if I had just kept going imagine how good I would be by now but I kind of let it slide Matt says comedy writing comedy a little bit out of practice playing the acoustic guitar learning music bike riding physical health So, Miss is like, I feel like my topics will be too, um, be heavy and unrelatable. So you don't write? Well, I guess there are lots of different reasons for um, reasons that you write. I think um, understanding that it doesn't have to be for everyone, it takes some of the pressure off. 
And even if you don't share it at first, it still can be a practice. Jovi says, I'm out of practice running. I know the winter times can be kind of tough to, um, you know, can't be running on no ice roads. <laughs> it's hard to get out there and face the cold. One insight that I came across and or that kind of emerged in my experience. We, I, I mentioned the judge so many times in the conversation today, how we respond to judgment. Um, one thing that doesn't judge you, one thing that always welcomes you back is your practice. You might beat yourself up for neglecting it and letting it fall, but it's there waiting for you. And yeah, it might be a struggle to build back up, but it's still there waiting for you. You don't have to um, be afraid to approach it again because it's your work. It's what you're here for. So it's there. You don't have to be afraid. Um, it's not, yeah, it's your work. It's there for you. Don't be afraid to go back to it. Don't be afraid to suck at it again. You know, it's all good. Noble Ancient says there are like everyday tasks that you're out of practice of. There's sometimes, yeah, there's some very simple, basic, you know, items of self-care that we let go that should be second nature, but you just let it slide. Anything can slide. I want to acknowledge as well, and, and this is another great example of how much you add to this experience with the way that you engage with each other. I love the way that you see each other. Even sometimes when I miss something or when I've moved on, you continue to take care of each other in the conversations and connections that you make here. And I really appreciate you for doing that. So a practice, especially when you consider it a practice for you, it is for yourself first. And if you can do it that way um, and you can build the muscle by doing it consistently, then you can reach a place where maybe you're ready to take it out public again. And maybe you can share it and maybe it's something that can enhance another person's experience. Maybe it can be a tool to build connection. I think communities of, of practice are sign up kind of a new thing that's enabled by the technology that we use to connect with each other. I think at first, you know, we connected interpersonally based on who we were and what we were looking to find in another. But I think because you can now publish, you can build community around your practice and what you make. And that's, that's a powerful thing.
Mez says, this is my favorite space. So I went bed to bed early to be here. Thank you so much, Mez. And thank you for going to bed and taking care of yourself. Alexis says that you're out of practice with being happy and content being alone just as I am when I am with Noble. So you're out of practice being content and happy alone. That's a valuable, that's a valuable skill, a valuable practice to be okay, to be able to be okay in a variety of different scenarios. Being okay absent of connection with another person from time to time. Being comfortable in solitude. The solitude that's often required for you to do the work that's most important. Sometimes you have to be willing and able to step away and sit with yourself and your thoughts. And sometimes that fear, that fear of being isolated can be a barrier for us, for us, you know, achieving what we need to do. So Mama J has a friend whose tattoo says, F-L-Y, first love yourself, that's so fly. <laughs> I love it. That is a cool tattoo. So Starbuck is here. Welcome in. I don't know. Maybe you're going to drop some cups in the chat. Some people might need a little bit of a pick-me-up. It's nice to have you here. Tallest Gnome is out of practice in self-love. I'm usually in bad company while alone. Hmm. You're in bad company when you're alone. That's tough. Because you're always there, right? But the good news is you say usually. So there are or there must be some times where you feel good being with you. And, you know, maybe you can amplify, to use the metaphor that we began the conversation with, maybe we can amplify those experiences where it feels great to be you and you recognize and appreciate it for you, by you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like, drink water, drink water. All right. So, don't be afraid to return to your practice don't be afraid of the judgment of, you know, falling off the guilt or shame that comes from falling off of a practice. Don't be afraid to begin again. It's okay. We all do it. Today's a new day, a new opportunity. All right. Let's get ready to go to the next prompt. Digging the vibes. I'm glad. 
I like this playlist. This is this this is um playlist I haven't used in a while. But it's a bop. I like it. <laughs> All right, here we go. What are some ways that you can measure your performance or progress? Uh, I think that it's kind of an element of a practice that, um, you know, eventually over time you get better. Uh, there are some things that are kind of pretty easy to measure. So if you are running, you can easily measure how long you run or how far you run or how many days. Um, but it's not to, it's not about necessarily putting pressure on yourself, but sometimes it's difficult to hold motivation um, in your mind if you don't have some sort of way to orient yourself on, you know, on the map of where you want to go and where you are now. Shark Day says, I'm bad at setting goals and measuring pro progress, honestly. It's, a, it's like a pass-fail situation for Shark Days. I accomplished what I want or I didn't. Sometimes pass-fail is, is good enough, depending on what it is. But, you know, it's almost like creating a game out of it that makes it easier to stay engaged with. Mama J says, what's easy in your life? What's easy in my life? <laughs> um, hmm. It's hard to think of. Like, I'm challenging myself in a lot of ways. <laughs> so easy is, um, I don't know. There are some, there are some conversations and relationships and you know kind of interpersonal things that are pretty easy at the moment um and that's good and in terms of growth i mean i'm always trying to enhance my um my skills and my ability to perform um the the tasks that are you know necessary for the work that i do i'm always reading and learning and growing and trying to share that in all the ways that's relevant. So I appreciate you asking that, Mama Jay. I don't always answer the questions, but you know, I feel like answering that one for you. Shark Days um, says you're enjoying small processes and taking breaks so the pass-fail mindset doesn't get you. Yeah. Break it down so that you can see it a little bit more granularly. I can't say that word this morning. <laughs> but I, yeah, I was talking to my, my daughter is in the process of like her finest, her final thesis paper. Um, and she's using the Pomodoro technique to kind of work in shifts and take breaks so that, you know, it doesn't turn into staying up the last two, the last two nights and trying to crank the whole thing out. Hey, Starbuck, thank you so much for the spoons. Thank you for the support. I really appreciate that. Starbuck says you struggle measuring progress. 
Well, you know, I, I, I uh, recommend journaling because there's different types of measures. There's like quantitative things and then there's qualitative things. So the quantitative things are like numbers, depending on what you're kind of trying to create. So for my daughter, it is like, I know this is going to be a, I don't know how many pages it is. So she knows like every day, you know, how much progress in terms of word count, page count, you know, so that's one way of doing it. But another way is to kind of take note of how you feel in your experience. Um, Maybe you're trying to amplify joy in your life and just checking in with gratitude and noticing can be a great way to start measuring that. Noble is measuring the progress with each tweak session as the prototype is designed. Sweet is is going to is sharing one of those qualitative measures. How happy I feel. It's been a long road to wake up every day to the life is good feeling. Yeah, so if you can wake up more days than not with the sentiment that life is good. Notice how you're feeling. So Anne Capone says, you can measure by, remember the mistakes that you made yesterday. It's a lot easier to see how better you've gotten when you notice that you're not repeating the mistakes that you used to repeat. So Shark Days is asking about the technique. It's called the Pomodoro Technique. Basically, it um, involves setting a timer for a short burst of focused creative time. Um, Some people use 25 minutes, some people 40 minutes, but then taking a break at the end and doing something that is kind of relaxing, something that's a little bit rewarding, but not necessarily Um, that's distracting or you know I wouldn't say work 25 minutes and then scroll Instagram for the five minutes do something physical do something moving your body and then coming back to it that's sort of the technique Mr. Swag is here what's up Sweet is back thank you so much Sweet for the support I appreciate you fam thank you Um, I'll put some information about that technique in my in my um, a post after the stream for those who might be interested in that. So make sure you're following, um, following, and you'll I'll give you some details and maybe some resources, tools that you can use to implement that for yourself. Bomb is here. Thank you so much. La Toxica is here. Thanks for joining us. It's a beautiful Monday morning. We're talking about ways that we can measure our progress. Some of those ways are quantitative, looking at numbers. Some of them are qualitative, noting how we feel. Either way is fine. It's just a powerful signal that you're serious about what you're doing if you're willing to measure the progress. It sends a signal to yourself that this is is important, this matters. I'm gonna take the time and apply the attention to actually see how I'm doing with this. 
ways of measuring. So, if you haven't figured out a way, maybe thinking about how can I, what's a way that I can make a game out of this? Because that's basically what you're doing. It's kind of like superimposing a gameplay element to the thing that you're trying to improve at. It requires a little bit of creativity, but it might be worthwhile for you. All right. If we are ready, let's go into the next prompt. Shark days. Shark just says, I haven't tried making a game, but I just use spite and anger. Emo <laughs> says, I'm going to measure my progress in centimeters because metric system. I love that. And that's and that might not be a, um, a bad idea to use a very small increment. Because sometimes we feel like um, we can't see the progress because we are trying to measure at too big of a scale. So, Britt says, my progress just comes, I guess. I don't know. Well, I think one way, if you're a creative person, it's really helpful that you document the work that you're doing. So let's say in Britt's example, you, you know, you make music and fortunately you, um, you publish your music. So you can go back and listen to stuff that you made a year ago, two years ago, when you first started, and then listen to what you make now and you can see the way that you've grown. <laughs> so if we get some time in the VIP, we might be able to, um, we might be able to, uh, Hear some of Brit's music. Man says, I've listened to your you've listened to your cast from two years ago and cringe. That's good. I think that that's a sign of growth. If if you can't look at something that you did a while ago and if you're like, man, ugh. <laughs> if that's not the feeling that you're getting, then maybe you're not growing. don't want to go back into the past and listen to what you've made i get i get it i get it it's some it's painful to do but occasionally it might not be a bad idea if you feel like you're not growing you'll notice that you are when you listen back mama j says my progress comes from my mistakes i made in my past making growth for a better future i find growth every day without even knowing it Yeah. Yeah, it's all about awareness. It's all about awareness. Welcome back, Corey Chan. Thank you for being here. All right. So there is a value. <laughs> Britt says, I go back to listen to what I made 2010. And, oh, man, that was terrible. 
and you and and the thing is at the time you just knew it was fire like you were certain that it was just fire but our taste gets better right shark day says i feel sad when i look back at my past self but i'm happy that i've made it to be this much better One thing that I think that, you know, is useful to learn how to do is to be kind to the person that we used to be. They were doing the best that they can. And to not let regrets for the way that we were, the way that we were, overcome us and discourage us from being how we can be now. So holding yourself with kindness we understand the regret. It has a purpose, like it, it's a signal that you were not necessarily aligned or at your best, but you really can't operate in the past. So you have to be here now and hold that person with kindness. So Kaloli, Tree, Cherry Chu have joined us. Thank you so much for being here this morning. We're talking about ways that we measure our progress as we come into sort of the last little bit of today's experience. All right. I think, let me see, how many more do we have? Because I think we're going to do a recap here. Yeah, it's time for the recap. If you want to um, yeah if you just got here just in time I'm sorry I got a little bit distracted <laughs> if you just got here you're just in time for a recap of kind of the journey that we've been on today so we started by talking about well you know we kind of catched up over the weekend but we started talking about ways that we can amplify or things that we want to amplify in our life and experience. So amplification, you can't ampli amplify what's not there. So by saying that you want to amplify something, it acknowledges that it is present and that it's available and that it's possible for you. It's not something that you need to go out and get. I think it's true that most of what we need already resides inside of us. It's just turned down too low. And it's a matter of focusing your attention on it and maybe bringing that forward to be more of a theme. So what, it, what is it something that you would like to amplify? And how might you do that? I think the greatest amplification that uh, means of amplifying things is our very attention. Just being able to turn our attention towards a thing naturally kind of zooms it up. Makes it more apparent and more noticeable in our experience. So of course we start with amplification and then we think about what is it that we would like to reduce. Maybe there's something that's taking up too much, 
uh, too much of our space and maybe we can turn it down a little bit of course some things you might want to eliminate altogether and we can get there but first it might be easy to think about let's just turn it down let's bring it down a little bit you're not bad you're just not right for this mix I guess is a way to think about that um because yeah sometimes um it it kind of we rebel against the things that you know we feel like we should be entitled to do these things that might not be healthy oh why, why can't I do that of course you can do it but maybe it just doesn't fit right now um, Molly Whopper has joined us it's good to see you this morning Shark Day says I'm amplifying my concentration I want to meditate more and do spiritual stuff for myself so sometimes we amplify things by bringing other things down. So what would you need to reduce in order to allow for more concentration? Jovi wants to amplify patience. For sure. Oyo is in the building. Good morning. All right. So from thinking about amplification and reduction, really kind of calibrating our experience, recognizing that so many of the things that we are looking for are already present. We just need to work on the levels. Uh, We started thinking about or looking at ways that we are um, operating closer to the edge of our ability. There's some things that um, we are really pushing hard towards. We are kind of stretching. So thinking about what area in your life where you are really giving it an honest, sincere effort. Um, and how does it feel to be engaged in that way? I guess it's a question. So where are you giving, kind of giving it all you got, operating at the edge of your ability? Because if growth is the goal, um, that's sort of what's required to grow. And then as opposed to that, the opposite of that, of course, is where are you kind of coasting? Are there areas in your life where you're kind of on easy mode, you're just kind of coasting? And how does that feel? Does that feel right for you? Thank you so much for the like. Cherry Chew, Molly Whopper, Whopper, Emmy, Emmy is here. Thank you so much for the like. I appreciate it. Yeah. Really going hard, pushing yourself versus running on easy mode. And then finally, uh, we talked about what are you, where are you out of practice? There might be some things that um, you had built up a level of skill in doing. um, A discipline that had become pretty firmly embedded in your experience. And now it's kind of like... I kind of fell off a little bit. So where are you out of practice? And that question kind of comes with the caveat or the insight that your practice is still there for you. So even if you've fallen off of the practice and you know that it's going to be a little painful to get back to it, um, your practice is still there for you. It's okay to restart. Shark Day says, I love these vibes, but I know I'm not going to be able to wake up for this every day. 
I could dig it. Um, the replays are oddly um, effective. Um, even though you might not necessarily be able to react in real time, especially if you catch the replay over on YouTube, you can still share your responses to the prompts and I can see what you have to say. Um, and we can continue the conversation. So Kaloli is looking at the final prompt that we have for today. We were talking about being out of practice and then finally we talked about ways of measuring progress. So for Kaloli, re revising your resume, that's a great way to take stock of where you are right now and what possibilities are available for you. It's a good idea. Tree says, with school, my grades help you measure. <laughs> with life, I'm still alive. Yes, yeah, that's one of the powerful things or the useful things about kind of these institutions or these preset context for learning and growth is that they're kind of built in ways to keep score. Um, and real life doesn't necessarily provide those. We have to kind of create those for ourselves. So, I mean, survival is sort of a good baseline measure. You made it up to this point, but it's kind of a vague measurement. And perhaps uh, if that's your only criteria, <laughs> you know, there's no telling where you might end up with that. So, <laughs> uh, so for I, it's like seeing how long it takes to do something is a good measure of your progress. So as you get better at doing certain things, those things get easier for you and it takes less time. So you can see that you've grown. deep breaths so for shark days it's like you know you no longer regret being born so that's a sign of improvement well I think when you can feel a sense of happiness and contentment for sure I is all about that speed speed is useful as long as you're going in the right direction if you're not going in the right direction speed is unfortunate I am Sabrina Joy has joined us thank you for being here this morning remember accuracy in that speed <laughs> right um, there's that that saying from the seals I think it comes from the Navy SEALs. Um, let me get it. Let's see if I can get it right. Slow is steady. Oh, man. I, I hate it when that happens. Hold on. Smooth. Smooth. Man. Does anyone remember what I'm talking about? Slow is smooth, and smooth is fast. There we go. Slow is smooth, and smooth is fast. Man, thank you. <laughs> so, slow is smooth. 
you know, like line. <laughs> yeah. We are mostly unscripted. Um, we're mostly unscripted for this experience. As most of you know, I, I have the prompts in front of me and I have um, a couple sentences of hints as to what I might say. And we just rock with it. <laughs> but I appreciate your patience as I grapple with the English language and my memory. My recall of specific details. I have a pretty good memory though. I will I'll give myself credit for that. Just sometimes, you know. Pancakes Platoon. Hannah, Zach, thank you so much for being here this morning. We're getting ready to get into our next, the next and final prompt of today. So let's do it. So let's bring it down to today, to the practical. Let's think about one to three essential activities for you today. Sabrina Joy chimes in. I think my habits as built up, think of my habits as building blocks and accountability points. For the way that you measure your progress. Yes, for sure. I, I think I, I think I got that. So one to three essential activities of the day is the way that we're going to close out the conversation. Let us know what you're doing. What you're doing today. Shark Days is asking about the schedule. Morning Journal is Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Eastern Time. And um, we also have one afternoon stream called... Rhythm and Muse, similar in terms of the, we ask these questions, maybe the vibe is a little bit more uh, upbeat, um, but Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern time, we have Rhythm and Muse, so that might be something that fits well into your schedule, and then Friday at 8 p.m., we have Writer's Room, which is a creative writing adventure. We have the lines open in a panel to read your responses to prompts from Cage's Cafe. So, if you can't catch this vibe, maybe you can catch some of the other ones. Let's see what some of these essential activities are. What's going on today? Mama J says, working out with the fitness trainer at the gym, meditate, apply, apply for a new job, read a book, write healthy meals. I think you snuck a couple extra ones in there. <laughs> so Tallest Gnome says I have an appointment with my counselor today That's good Most do most Must do syntax problem set Reading and questions for Cycling And practice New jazz charts New jazz charts. Are we gonna be live with the you like you like jazz prompt? 
uh, stream later, let us know. Java Thickness says, um, upload new music, go to a doctor appointment, eat. I'm with you on number three. I'm hungry right now. Man, I got to figure out what I'm going to have for breakfast. Kaloli says, I'm going to work. Your family's flying in. Well, that's cool. Got to take that car to the shop. Shark says, I'm going to try to eat without getting nauseous. Try to finish a drawing project and maybe do something with your mom. Tree's going to film. Do schoolwork. Do some editing. <laughs> so... Sabrina Choi says, self-care activities, schedule dentist appointments, finish daily school plan. Emmy says, my essential activity today is to not smoke. To not smoke. So over in the super um, backstage, we have someone who's going to work out. That's a priority today. More some workout. <laughs> oh man, I love that. I love that. I want to see that. I, I, I want to see what more some workout looks like. So, so Emmy's going to not smoke. Mez got to change that oil, eat well. Do some cleaning, do some laundry. Tree needs to add laundry to that list. I know so much laundry, it never ends. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Have you ever had so much laundry at some point? It's like, you know what? I'm just gonna throw all this away. <laughs> I'm just gonna, you know what I mean? It's like, let me just go buy some drawers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh man so I think it's good at least if we have one or two things or three things if the list is too long it can become overwhelming um, and we feel like we're not making any progress but if we carefully select a few essential things that we can commit to each day at the beginning of the day, um, measuring the progress of a good day is a great way to get used to measuring your progress overall, and you can and you can build some momentum and positivity in your experience. To figure out, set up a game where you know what good looks like, because it's not always clear what good looks like. Man says, I bought 12 pair of underwear. So when you say pair, which part is the... So this is an interesting conversation about pairs. So when you say pairs, what are we saying? Like, why, why is it a pair? The legs. It's got a pair of holes. Okay. <laughs> M.O. I uh, aptly know, Sal, that if everything is essential, then just res resort to screen crying. For sure. 
I'm wondering if you bought 12 pair, how many did you already have? Are you gonna get rid of some? Cause you know, I guess in a way the more the merrier. Gotta throw some out. Some have um, outlived their usefulness. They're looking kind of shabby. <laughs> Let me, uh, it's too early in the morning to be worried about that. <laughs> All right. All right, here we go. Let me, uh, y'all can continue to share. It's been, a, it's, yeah, this is fun. I'm excited for you to make the most of the opportunities that today presents for you to be more of who, you know, more of the best version of yourself. So Shark Day says, I don't even pair my socks anymore. If they're the same length, then I rock with it. Uh, approximately. Jerry says, listen, I fold my undies. So, okay, we will get to know each other in a real intimate way. I'll let y'all continue to do that. We're going to get ready to wrap things up today, though. Get ready to let me find our outro music. Because I know y'all been missing that. Because y'all like know what time it is. And it is about that time. Um... All right. Okay, here we go. We're ready to end session number 201. First and foremost, I want to give a special shout out to um, my VIP guest backstage. I mean, backstage, if you ever, you know, you know, there's the good seats like right in the front, you know, you can see the show. But then there's backstage and you can kind of watch, you know, watch everything kind of unfold. So shout out to my backstage guests watching everything go down. And of course, shout out to everyone in the VIP over on Spoon. Who we got? We got we got Mez up in here holding it down the, the, the necktie. Thank you so much, Sabrina Joy, for coming in and sharing your insights. Oyo is here, Jehovah Thickness, the tallest gnome. Thank you for being here. Um, Tree is up in here. Yeah, we got like Shark Days. Thank you for being here. Hopefully, we'll see you again soon. Cherry Chew is up in here. Yeah, we got Pandora up in here. Yeah, Mama J is up in here. It's clear. We got Lowly Needles up in here. And Amy is up in here, smoke-free, which is exactly the way you need to be. We got, who left? I guess, I guess Mo left to go ahead and start the go-to-work stream. But thank y'all for being here. I know we didn't have very much VIP time today. Maybe we'll have more time tomorrow. I hope that you have a wonderful Tuesday. I mean, Monday. And I'll see you in the morning. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be broadcasting from our normal location really, really soon. I'm heading, I'm headed back to face the cold, the cold streets of Baltimore. <laughs> but we'll still keep this thing rolling. Thank you so much for everything that you do for the community. 
Yeah, we'll see you soon. <laughs>